How's it going, everybody? So I just wanted to do a podcast kind of talking about the state of the DC films and Warner Brothers and, and all that and kind of what I want to see. I just watched video one of my YouTubers put out and, and, and it got me thinking about just my personal feelings on, on, on things because, you know, for a while now, I feel like I've sort of been in a place where I'm like, well, I just want whatever works. I don't really care what system Warner Brothers uses as long as we're getting good DC movies that's all I care about you know but I'm actually kind of finally at this place where I'm realizing you know what that's not how I actually feel I actually am on the side of I want them to copy the MCU like just flat out like I want them to reboot and start putting in a plan that's identical to what the MCU did from the beginning. Um, And this is why. Um, I, uh, here's the thing. I have seen all of the DC movies that have come out. And to varying degrees, I can find things that I like in all of them, you know? I mean, you know, even Justice League, I still came out liking a lot of the Flash moments and some of the humor hit with me. It wasn't all garbage, it was just mostly garbage. And, you know, even Suicide Squad with Jared Leto, it wasn't all garbage. There were things in that movie that I really liked. You know, Birds of Prey, so on and so forth. But the thing that I don't think the past regime understood, and I think it is something that Feige and everyone at Marvel does understand, is, yes, from a outside looking in, from a conceptual point of view... Do you have to follow the same model as the MCU? Absolutely not. And in that, no one is wrong. You're right. You don't have to follow that model. But if we're going to stick to certain examples and to certain analogies and things like that, if we're going to look at what the MCU is doing and what DC is doing akin to different seasons of a TV show and things like that, If I have been watching... We'll use Game of Thrones as the example. If I've been watching Game of Thrones from season one to season five, and I've been on this five-season arc, but my buddy, we'll call him Johnny, if Johnny has just jumped into Game of Thrones in season five without watching the first four seasons... I am going to have a much bigger appreciation and I'm going to be a lot more attached to the characters of what's going on than Johnny is because Johnny is just jumping in in season five whereas I know everything that's happened since season one. So my argument as to why no, I think the way that the MCU did it is the only way you could do something like this. And, I, and again, I don't fault anyone for saying 
there's other ways of doing things, doing this, because, I mean, technically speaking, there is, but it's, I also am lenient on it, too, because, you know, the MCU is the first time that anything like this ever really happened, you know? Um, Warner Brothers with DC and Disney with the MCU, these are the first two times that any studio has tried to pull off this whole, like, cinematic superhero kind of continuous story kind of thing. And so I can understand the viewpoint of, well, there's lots of different ways you can do that, because there is. But again, getting to the point now, the reason why I am now at a where I think I will push back on that is the investment. You know, spoilers for the MCU. Um, specifically up until Endgame. So if you have not seen the MCU up until Endgame, spoilers. You've been warned. But I think about Tony Stark, right? The very first movie in the MCU was Iron Man. And we got to see Tony go through so many different stages just in his own story. You know, we got to see him grow as a character by his last words in Endgame when he says, I am Iron Man, and he makes that snap. That loss, us losing Tony... I will never forget watching Endgame for the first time and being having those emotions. I mean, I was unconsolable. I mean, it really did feel like you lost a family member in a kind of weird way, you know? You watched this character go from being this narcissistic, self-indulgent asshole to being the person who sacrificed his life for all of mankind. And... I wouldn't have felt that way if Marvel and Disney hadn't put the time into properly telling this story, this character's story. You know? That level of emotion doesn't just come from nowhere. Or to to even, spoilers for Game of Thrones, but even to use Game of Thrones as an experience. You know... When we lose characters in Game of Thrones and it hurts, it's because they've done a good job at getting us attached to these characters. That can only happen through time and learning about this person and spending time with this person as an audience member, having that window into their life seeing the decisions they make, what what makes them tick, all of those sorts of things. When you go from Man of Steel to BVS to Justice League, you can't do that with these characters. You, There's no way to expect me as an audience member to feel connection. Zack Snyder in one movie with Man of Steel got me to completely turn my back on how I felt about Superman as a character for years. You know, now when I was a really little kid, I did like Superman. I watched the cartoon, you know, I mean, I would watch the cartoon 
break on Warner Brothers Afternoon or whatever it was called, WB Kids, you know? They would play Batman the Animated Series and then they would play Superman the Animated Series. And I would watch that block every every day, you know? Um, I even enjoyed Lois and Clark and I enjoyed episodes of Smallville. But as I got older, I got a, I got sort of disillusioned by the Superman character. And I won't go into that now because this isn't the time or place. If you want to know about that, hit me up. I'll make a podcast about it. But basically, I stopped liking Superman. And so I watched Superman Returns when it came out. It was a great movie. I enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't the best movie in the world. Definitely have my issues with it. But I like Brandon Ralph in the role. But it's still Superman, you know? It's like, whatever. The thing that got me excited for Man of Steel was being the Nolan fan that I am, seeing that Christopher Nolan was helping produce the movie. But seeing this much darker, less Boy Scout kind of view on the character really, really excited me. So for personal reasons in my life I missed Man of Steel in the theaters but once I got to see it digitally at home man I fell in love with this thing it was literally from first watch I couldn't believe that Zack Snyder of all directors and that's not me you know doubting Snyder because I was a huge Watchmen fan I, I you know I loved Dawn of the Dead but he just wasn't the director that I expected to do this kind of take on Superman. And I loved it. And by the, like, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, this is the, I can get by on this Superman. I am all for this version of Superman. Which got me so excited for BVS. And I wanted to be one of those fans that was like, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, sure, you know, this this will be good. But there was always, ever since they announced it, I, I, I've always been like, sure you don't, you don't want to do one more Superman movie before that? Or how, you know, a, a Batman movie maybe? We're, we're rushing right, we're rushing right in, okay, you know, all right, all right you know. Uh, cool, you know, let's, uh, let's do this BVS thing. You know, now what I'm really realizing is... Again, going back to what I said at the beginning, I'm not going to pretend here and sit here and tell anyone that I didn't have fun with all of these DC movies. Even Wonder Woman 84, which is a fucking train wreck. I think even worse than the first Suicide Squad movie, honestly. There were even things in Wonder Woman 84 that I thought were cool and fun, you know? Her fight with Cheetah, the, you know, like, the especially the sequence at the very beginning of the movie was awesome, you know? there's a, There was a lot of things in the movie that was a lot of fun. But there's got to be more than that, you know? If, if you can't get me... And I feel like everything that came out in the DCEU after Man of Steel slapped in the face of what could have been. You know? Um, 
I think if you had another director come in, like a Matt Reeves or somebody, you know, um, I don't think Matt Reeves was nearly as known back then, you know. I mean, I know he did Let Me In and and stuff, which I loved, and the only reason I remember that is because I was working at the movie theater when that came out. But, you know, have Zack Snyder, you know, you have his Man of Steel movie, and then have somebody like a Matt Reeves do a Batman movie, and then have someone else come in, or have Zack Snyder do Man of Steel 2, you could do Man of Tomorrow, and then I think that is when you can do BVS. And look, you could still even have the same opening with with Bruce, like, being disillusioned by Superman and, and what happened at the events at the end of BVS. But, you, but now you do it under the guise of now he spent years trying to figure out who the Superman guy is and how to take him out and everything. And it's not this, you know, this just quick turnaround. And because of having that Batman movie in between, we actually get to know him and why he's this kind of burnout Bruce at this point in his life. I just think it would have gone, you know, like, yeah, I just think it would have been better, you know? Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. That's just, uh, that's just kind of what I was thinking. So let me know what you think. I, I honestly, I hope moving forward after The Flash, after all of these movies that have not come out have come out, I hope something that Warner Brothers does with this 10-year plan is I hope it's it's back to the very beginning, as much as I'd hate to see that happen, but I hope it starts everything back at, at a zero point at square one and we get a proper start to a DC Cinematic Universe. That is what I want as a fan. And I know I'm just one fan. Maybe not everybody wants the same thing as me. But that's what I want. It's about time that DC has what the MCU has. And yeah. I Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. So thanks for listening. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace.